Welcome to The Big Hit, a collaboration between Scottish fencing and us regulars from the Fencing Podcast. So this is episode zero and a kind of introduction where we introduce ourselves just in case you don't know who we are. So a quick run around the table. Our, our hosts here are myself, Sean Walton. I'm 51 years old. I'm largely a foil coach these days and I coach at South Hollywood Fencing Club in Edinburgh. My co-hosts, introduce yourself guys. Uh, well, I'm I'm Gavin McMenemy. Uh, I'm 45. Seems like we're doing that. 45 and a third. <laughs> I am a, I'm an epi coach. I don't coach any other weapons, and I coach at Edinburgh Fencing Club. I'm Kate Dakin. I'm 23. I'm still a fencer predominantly, and I do some coaching of small children um, in Sal Ossian Fencing Club in Perth. Great. So that's sort of um. Well, the briefest of brief introductions uh, with uh, names, uh, embarrassing ages for, for two of us, <laughs> <laughs> and and where we do our stuff. Um, but I'm going to give you just a little bit longer to, to introduce yourself to our, our listeners. I'll give you a whole two minutes to to let our listeners know about your, your background in the sport from when you started and where um, up to the present day. So you've got two minutes, Gav, starting now. Well, I... Took up uh, fencing back when I was a university student. I started in foil for a, a couple of years, uh, and then I had a bit of a falling out with foil, and uh, I gave it up. And after being badgered for I don't know how long it was, one of my friends eventually convinced me that epi was, would be better because I wouldn't have to deal with referees as much. So I was uh, I joined back up again at a club which no longer exists, the Commonwealth Pool. Uh, and I became a, I just took up Epi and I became a half decent fencer, fenced a few times internationally, but not in the big leagues. Uh, I've represented Scotland. Uh, and then I quit uh, when I was around in my early 30s and became a coach. And it turned out that I'm a much better coach than I ever was a fencer. Uh, <laughs> so I've won a few awards as a coach. Uh, my guys have represented uh, both Scotland and also uh, Great Britain uh, at home and abroad. And. I don't really know what else to say, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm, Gav, cur- I'm currently... Gav, Gav. The- hmm? Tell them about tell them about the podcast. Oh, yes. Uh, and I've been running with, with my friend, Sean Walton. Uh, we've been running a fencing podcast for the last three years. Is yeah, it, is coming it, up for four. Is it coming up for four? There we go. Most of my life. Oh, and I'm also well known for <laughs> um, hanging around on the fringes of uh, internet stardom as a long-term moderator of various fencing related uh, fora that no longer exist you didn't drive them out of existence though so no no that wasn't don't, me don't, don't feel bad about that you did no, a recent me. a nice recent trip to japan as well it's quite interesting well yeah um I, I was the hall announcer for the the tokyo test event for the olympics but with the olympics being put back a year uh, i'm not sure if i'm going back now i was supposed to go back i'm guessing i'm going back next year but they haven't said that yet they maybe have other things further up their their list of things to sort out before before getting round to you, Gav. Well, yeah, I think there's like a few more important. <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm the most important person in this equation, right? Yeah, uh, clearly. You keep saying that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Kate, uh, tell us about your life. I also started with foil um, when I was young. I was about nine years old. Through doing, I used to do um, ballet dancing, and I'm not really a ballet dancer never will be um and my friend there neva donnell from a fencing family mm-hmm. uh introduced me to 
told me, please come along. I'm the only girl my age. I want a friend. So I decided to go along. I liked hitting people because I grew up with two big brothers who I used to get into fights with. So I thought this is good fun. Started with foil and then fell out with it because I didn't like the off-target thing. Um, And I did foil and sabre for a while at West Fife Fencing Club in Dunfermline. And then I then just did predominantly sabre. And I'm still doing just sabre because sabre is the best. And (laughs) I've been, I've represented Scotland and Great Britain. Um, I've been quite lucky and I've been able to go to the Commonwealth Games, well, the Fencing Commonwealth Championships and Senior and European uh, world and European Championships as well, and I'm still doing it, and hope to still do it. I'm also a coach. I've said that already. Um, yeah, mm. that's me. How do you like coaching little people? Is it fun? It can be. It is. Um, you always think philosophically. I want to pass on my thoughts and pass on what I know about fencing, but a lot of it is just me telling them to stand still and don't kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fun. I do do a couple of community projects as well, uh, coaching adults. But sometimes, yeah. Kids are quite funny, though. They come out with some funny quotes of the day. Some some good lines. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you an actual coach as well? That's my favourite one. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and how do you answer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just a stranger yeah. who comes off the street. No, it's quite just, yeah. yeah, some random passerby. <laughs> good, good. And, and you, of course, are our, our most recent recruit onto the Fencing Podcast, probably. Providing some um, saber expertise, finally after years of me having to bluff it. Well, the saber, um, helping the saber peasants, as it were. That's us. That's a coin term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Sean, your term. Yeah, uh, right. Two minutes. Um, started fencing. When I was ten at Craig Lockhart Sports Centre in Edinburgh. Um, kind of won stuff in Scotland as a, as a little munchkin, started winning things at kind of British level in my kind of mid-teens, all at foil, won British juniors a couple of times, which is which is quite nice. I kind of did make a brilliant transition in seniors and kind of fell out of love with the sport a little bit, kind of, still kind of hanging around, but um, made the switch to epi in my mid-twenties and did sort of four years of fencing epi, fencing at the Commonwealth, my, my th- third and final Commonwealth in 1998 as an epiist, and then almost immediately made the switch to, to coaching, uh, which I've been doing pretty much ever since. Coaching mostly in Edinburgh. I coached in Belfast for two and a half years. Set up fencing fun with Keith Cook, coaching coaching little people using using plastic kit, and then founded Salisbury Fencing Club. Ooh, I don't know, uh, eight years ago now, which I would claim as the best men's foil club in Scotland. And um, yeah, that's that's about it. And of course doing the fencing podcast as well for the last nearly four years now uh, which has given Gavin I the chance to to go to a few interesting places a couple of world championships to talk about events there and it's got a few commentary gigs as well which have been have been good fun mm-hmm. so um yeah that's that's my 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 life in fencing I suppose condensed into two minutes or maybe even less who'd have thought Sean that um four years ago we started up a podcast and all of a sudden we're doing this one for Scottish, Scottish fencing. You're doing one for British fencing, or you have been doing one for British fencing. We've done some commentary gigs now. Uh, I got sent to Tokyo. We've got a couple of um, world championships. And now we've got Kate. Kate's trying to do something amazing. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. And uh, yeah, we get to do this. Mm-hmm. So on my, my list of questions to, to help people get to know us a little bit better, 
next one on my list is um, to ask you what your proudest moment in fencing is. So, Kate, tell me, what is your proudest moment in fencing? Ooh, proudest moment in fencing. Hmm. I would probably say winning gold at my first ever senior Commonwealths in the team event. It was pretty... Nice. It's a nice one. So which Commonwealth was that? Was that the most... 2014. That was... 2014 in Larks. Yeah. Yeah, it's off to a good start. <laughs> it was good fun. And also getting to fence Olga Carlan. That's also a pretty proud moment. I got... Ah, uh, yeah. I started the fight three... T- two or three nil up, so I'm... I'm going to take that. <laughs> you, had, you had a worried, but you had a worried, but... Oh, let her yeah, she was scared. She's, I could tell. She was quaking in her boots. <laughs> it was good to do her solid, Kate. No, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Needed your help. Needed your help. <laughs> All right, Gav, hit me with yours then. Proudest moment in fencing. Well, actually, uh, mine's from my early coaching days. I think it was the first time one of my guys... The first time I went to a kids' tournament and one of my guys won a gold medal. Uh, I think that was definitely my proudest moment in fencing. It was at the moment I decided that, that coaching was actually for me because that, up until that point, I'd been guessing about whether I was going to continue or not, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that was that was definitely that was definitely a good point, and I've uh, sort of stuck with it, and I'm glad I did now. Tangible reward of a win. Yeah, but it wasn't me doing the winning, and to get really sentimental yeah. about it, uh, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it was something we both know, and I don't know if you'll appreciate the shout out, but uh, you know, it was it, for me. He won. I could see that it meant a lot to him to win, uh, and it was just a sort of lovely moment where I sort of take a step back and his dad sort of hoisted him up because it was the first time he got his gold medal and I was uh-huh. quite happy with that yeah felt very satisfied cool. so you yeah go. and and you got a cake as a reward as well I believe well that's the deal uh, my guys win I get cake nothing major for yes. silver or bronze but it has <laughs> to be a good quality cake for gold Judging by your shape, Gav, you guys must be winning quite a lot. That's good. Uh, well, <laughs> I am no cake shaped. I didn't used to be the shape. I am no. What about you, Sean? Can I can I choose two? One as a fencer and one as a coach, or is that unreasonable? I'm just going to choose one. You have to choose one. I've only chosen one. Okay, probably in that case, the moment at the time where I felt proudest, I think probably when. Keith Cook, who I, who I coached at the time, won won the British Championships in in 2010 because uh, we'd put in quite a lot of hard work, and I wasn't originally going to go to the British Championships that year. And I woke up in the middle of the night, sort of like three o'clock in the morning, and thought I should be in Sheffield because I think Keith's going to win. So I drove down, uh, got there for the end of the first round. Everyone said, "Oh, what are you doing here? I didn't think you were coming." I said, oh, "Yeah, well, I just thought I would pop along, you know, as one does." And uh, and then Keith Julie won an amazing final against Marcus Mepstead to to take the British title. So I think that was the the one that filled me with the the, the deepest joy at the time. There'd been others, but um, yeah, I think that's probably the one. Do you want to do a fencing one? Nah, sorry, right, don't bother. It's quite yeah, boring. Yeah. My, my, my <laughs> one's quite, my one's quite boring, and it's just self congratulatory nonsense. So let's not do that one. Uh, so let's <laughs> let's talk about our favourite fencers. Uh, Sean, do you want to go first this time? Uh, yeah. Well, again, I thought we would go for for a, a favourite past fencer or a, a sort of favourite all time, if you like, and favourite favourite present fencer as well. So, I think my all time favourite was um, uh, an Italian men's foilist, Mauro Numar, who won the won the Olympics in nineteen eighty four. Um, so I was I was fifteen at that time. The Olympics were um, in Los Angeles that year, so I was you know staying up into the night to watch 
uh, well, everything, all the coverage that you could you could possibly find at that time. You know, no no live streaming on the internet, uh, which didn't really exist at that at that point. But um, yeah, Mary Numa of, of Italy won the won the men's foil there, and you know, bits of footage would emerge. You uh, emerge later. You get stuff on on VHS tapes and stuff, and. Uh, that's that's basically who I wanted to be when I was a young fencer. Didn't fence anything like him really, but beautiful, beautiful timing and uh, sense of distance. And um, it's the sort of thing now that you can find on YouTube, mm. where you go and you go and track down 1984 Olympic men's foil final, uh, Numa taking the title. So that was uh, probably my favourite fencer, the one who's you know remained my favourite from from a point in my my mid teens. Favourite present fencer, I think I'm going to have to say Richard Cruz because. Uh, He's brought so much joy to me as a as a British foil supporter um, over the last fifteen years or so, and has kind of changed the game for for British men's foil in terms of what we can what we can look to achieve. His his record's been phenomenal, and uh, you know I've been lucky enough to to chat to him a, a fair bit over the years since I, I first met him as a I don't know some a gangly a gangly teenager. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he, he would have to be my my present fencer. That's that's been inspirational for the sport in this country so yeah so there's my two okay kate tell us about it Mm, um mine's a difficult one because i wouldn't say i mean former fencer i would probably they're still a fencer but the fence in my growing up fencing career Mm-hmm. I would probably say my fencing idol was Mariel Zagunis because I was doing foil and sabre at the time and I think I did a training camp somewhere and someone said, oh, you fence like Mariel Zagunis. And I was like, I don't know who that is. All right. <laughs> and in my ignorance, I looked up and she's Olympic. I think she would she won the Olympics that year or she had just won the Olympics. Right. And she first, was sort of, first time or second time? I think it might have been the second time. In yeah, Beijing. So two thousand and eight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And uh I thought, oh that's quite cool. And so it got me more into doing Sabre. And current favourite fencer, I would probably have to say Olga Carlan. Just cause she's she's just not only is she just winning everything, um, but she is if you ever see her in the flesh, she is such a, a powerhouse athlete. And I think from a, I don't know, but from a girl's perspective growing up doing sport, all the athletes and things that you see on magazines are always really skinny girls or especially doing ballet, everyone was tiny. And then you see fencers Mm -hmm. and they're these, you know, they've got massive legs. They've got, they're really quite muscular and they're very pretty, but it's not the the physique and their body that they're really conscious and worried about, which I always quite liked about them as well. Mm -hmm. And she's just, she fences, I would say, she could take on men's fences as well as taking on women's fences. Personally, I would say. Right. So yeah. Okay. All right, Gav. Hit me with your favourites. Uh, well, my favourite former fencer is a guy whose name's slightly tarnished these days. It's Pavel Kolobkov, uh, Russian uh, men's epis, probably the best has been. Uh, his name's kind of tarnished now because he's associated with the the Russian doping scandal uh, when he was the minister. Oh, in, in the sense, in the sense, that he was Russian minister for sport rather than tarnished because he's. Accused of filling himself full of drugs. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he's no longer the minister of sport. Uh, he's been pushed out now. But yes, uh, he was. He was. A, it was. It happened on his watch. So he's kind of associated with it at, at this point. 
Uh, but he's won everything, basically. He's won uh, he's won at least one Olympic gold, numerous world championships, a couple of European championships, various A grades, more medals than you can imagine. Uh, if you've never seen him fence, there's nobody that really fences like him anymore. He has this ability that uh, makes him seem almost telepathic. It's sort of something that's very hard to do in FPs to think strategically on the piece, and he's one of the very few that can actually do that. Uh, so yeah, he's an absolutely amazing fencer. Yeah, I mean, sort of rough, roughly the same age as me, and um, when I was having a bit of a play at Epi, he was uh, he was the the star of the the show really uh, through the through the kind of late nineties, and yeah, the, the, um, incredible fencer to watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, and then in terms of the current fencer, uh, I'm going to go for uh, a Korean fencer. It's uh, Park Sang Young. Uh, he's famous for uh, that Olympic final. Uh, and just a generally amazing fencer. He's completely unbeatable when he's on form. Uh, I'm really into that that kind of Asian fencing that we see now with uh, the Koreans and the Japanese. So, yeah, he's he's definitely my favourite at the moment. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Two good choices there, actually. Yeah, we'll mm. see. Such yeah. a good final, even I know the epic final he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It is that final, that comeback. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably put a link in for that one. I think if we if we can find it, yeah. um, some of the Olympic footage is a little harder to come by, but uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do because it's uh, well worth having a look at. If uh, if you don't know exactly what Gav's talking about here, I think it's I think it's become an Olympic moment. It's quite easy one to find now. I think. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we'll try and track that down. Obviously, we've got together for for this exciting new venture with, with Scottish fencing. The plan is that we're going to produce several interview-based episodes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, what um, what are you hoping that the, the Big Hit podcast is going to achieve? Well, I think for me, it, it's got to be uh, sort of allowing uh, the fencers in Scotland, well, fencing in Scotland to take a bit more of a centre stage. So it's, you know, obviously it feels like it's a bit of a niche in a niche sport. And we do, I think, punch quite high above our weight. So I think uh, that's what I'd like to actually see more of as I start promoting sort of the high quality uh, fencers and clubs that we actually have inside the country. Hmm. Yeah. Kate, what are your thoughts? Hmm, what are my thoughts? I definitely agree with Gav. I'm getting more awareness of... Scottish fencing and people more aware of how good fencing is in Scotland actually at the moment and maybe involving knowing what we're um we're hoping is to get maybe more of the generations of fencings fencings fencing generations of fencers I can speak English, honest. Um, generations of <laughs> fences. That's going to come in handy. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, to get more aware of each other, I would say. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, my hope really is to to give our listeners a chance to to hear from the kind of great and good and interesting in Scottish fencing because there's lots and lots of them. Um, uh, we're not totally sure exactly how long the the podcast is going to run for but i hope i know that the the plans that we have for people that we want to interview are are going to showcase some of the uh, the most fascinating people that you can hope to meet in the sport i hope that that people will get a, a better feel for the sort of quality of individual that we have mm-hmm. making the sport happen up oh, here yeah, yeah yeah so so i'm looking forward to it i hope it's it's going to be as good as we we think it will be let's put it that way <laughs> yeah yeah i hope so so 
I think that's um, enough introductions from us. Uh-huh. You'll hear from us again pretty soon once we've got our first first few interviews down and ready to, to launch to the world. We'll put out this introduction episode. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you, you, you track down your podcasts. We hope you enjoy the series. <laughs>